Hey there, Pop-Off fans. Welcome back to Harry Pop-Off, the Harry Potter retrospective series. If you're listening to this, you should also listen to our Avengers retrospective. It's also at popoffpodcast.com. It's me and RJ Haynes. We're talking about Captain America and Thor and Iron Man and the Hulk, all leading up to next year's Avengers with Joss Whedon. We're also going to be doing Lost and some other great things there, so be sure to go to popoffpodcast.com and listen to us there. Or really, the best thing to do is search EPN on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast so they just come to you live. If you're a Star Trek fan, you can also find their Trek Off. It's not quite safe for work, but it's pretty darn funny. So listen to that if you're a Star Trek fan. Finally, if you're a Netflix member, be sure to stream Ninjas vs. Vampires. If you're a member, you can stream it free, so do that. Okay, enjoy. Pop off. Welcome to Harry Pop Off and the Chamber of Suck. Uh, the podcast about harry potter and the chamber of secrets the second film in the harry potter series directed by chris columbus that wonderful guy chris columbus the Uh, last one he makes yes i think he produces the third one maybe uh but yeah it's the last one that he is directly involved in with a budget of 100 million and the paltry box office take of 878 million nine hundred seventy nine thousand six hundred and thirty four dollars and 13 cents um and uh and in my opinion, very nearly, very nearly killed the series. Just what? Uh, okay, um, we'll get into it. Uh, <laughs> but um, as we so often do, we're going to start this off with a with a pop quiz uh, that I will be given regarding the film Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, so yes. go. Here we go. There are ten questions. Okay, what? occurrence made uncle vernon finally decide to lock harry up and forbid him to return to hogwarts um would that be the uh the cake the cake being dropped on the head of his client whoever no the arrival of the hogwarts letter it was uh it was actually receiving a letter saying that harry was forbidden to perform magic outside of school oh that's from the book is it yeah that's a book thing yeah, okay. Okay. So, all right, go um, on. This one, I think, was... All right, just go, 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 go. Okay, Come sorry. Uh, where was Harry when he first heard the voice that no one else could hear? Uh, he was... Um, where was he the very first time? The first time that he heard the voice. Uh, in the hallway of Hogwarts? He was, according to this quiz, serving yeah. detention with Professor Lockhart. But I seem to recall that he was yeah. in the hallway. Yeah, this is from the book. <laughs> you suck. All right, let's let's continue with the wrong quiz. <laughs> awesome. This is great. Uh, Darth Vader. Okay, this is also from the book because I don't remember this at all. Did you like so look I'm up film it. when you Googled this? No, I just looked up. Oh, no. Okay, go on. Um, Best podcast ever. Yes, and this one says the correct answer was T. Okay, <laughs> great, good. That's the end of the quiz. Thank yeah, you very much for this um, awesome quiz. Sorry about that. Well done, <laughs> well done, well done. It's okay, we have enough I, to say. I thoroughly researched that ahead of time, yeah, as you can tell. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Not at all five minutes before we sat down to do this. First of all, the film is put out by Warner Brothers Pictures, and the first thing I notice is that the Warner Brothers logo this time, while it still has... Uh, doesn't have sort of the dark uh, wizard world type of uh, effects on it. It is more three dimensional and and comes at you yeah a bit. Um, so that was uh, but that you was, don't fly through it yet. 
Um, you don't fly through it yet. And, and the way it comes at you, I think it's actually the way they normally run it, but they just sort of ran the video backward. Um, so there's that. Okay. Was the Harry Potter logo also? Yeah, it was it was more like, more three D and yeah, but it's still I, and I think maybe it does fly at you. I don't remember entirely, but I still know it, it isn't as bold as it gets. Um, so it starts out with uh, with uh, Harry at the Dursleys, um, and oh, is this hilarious? Uh, Harry has his own room, and he's he's kind of more allowed to do things as before, but. Okay, he's he's unhappy, and then Dobby, the house elf, shows up like a like a magical Jar Jar Binks, and <laughs> and and starts banging his head against the wall. Isn't that funny? Isn't that mm. so funny when he bangs his head on the wall over and over again, and it makes noise? And Uncle Vernon has a thing where he's he's gonna have. A guest He's come for whatever his job coming. is, and gotta be Harry quiet. Needs to pretend like he, pretend doesn't, he exist. doesn't exist. Of course, that makes sense. I still don't understand. And and it's again like why I, he's there. Like I've said before. Okay, yeah. So so first of all, why is he there? If they hate him so much, right? Why doesn't the, he just stay the, at the school? He would be happier. Exactly. There. there are other options. There are other options now. They don't. They don't have to feel this need to uh, to help him anymore. Like there, are, but he's there. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, and Dobby shows up and drops a cake on someone's head. Ha 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 ha. And then letters start arriving. Letters, yes. lots and lots of letters flying through millions of letters and owls and letters. And we had a whole long discussion while we were watching it about why do they not want him to get these letters? Yeah. Okay, they Hogwarts. don't like magic. We get they don't like magic. They don't like that he does magic and and they don't want magic in their lives. But clearly this is happening. Clearly Hogwarts wants him. Why do they want him there? Do they want him there for a school year? Do they want it? What do I they don't think that they want him at their house necessarily, but I think that they don't want him to go to Hogwarts because they they don't want him to become a stronger wizard. Now, I would think. Well, it's the you same thing that happened in the first movie, though. Like it's like they, they went to an island. They went to some island last time. This time, he's like burning them, and and he's not gonna let him go. And 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 it's just it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And Dobby well, is there, they, and they it's, don't uh, want him to learn better magic and oh to be my able gosh. to do better magic to them. But then, then. Outside of Harry's window, there's a flying car, and he gets into a flying car for no reason. He's about to fall out. One of the first of many cliffhangers that you don't need, where he's about to fall into the bushes, and Uncle Vernon has his feet. At this point, if Uncle Vernon were to drop Harry, Harry would fall head first and break his neck, because he's got Harry by the feet, right? Going out of a second-story window, Harry's holding onto a car, so if Harry were to let go, Harry would smash his face into the side of the house, be injured, probably crucially mortally injured, and Uncle Vernon would go to jail. Uncle <laughs> Vernon is himself hanging out of the house, putting himself in mortal danger. Why? Because Why? they don't want him to learn magic. What, that, what, really? Because really? it helps the plot of the story. I know, seriously. <laughs> well, that's it's one of many things in the movie that... that helps the plot of the story although to be honest it just seemed like an excuse for a scene a scene here's a scene here's something that happened well and you notice that like they they seem not at all concerned 
about the fact that his uncle just plummeted from a second story window. Oh, I guess that they old man who away. fell down is okay. They, they're like just laughing and driving away. <laughs> so they go. Oh, the fat man fell down from the window. So they, they, they show up at the Weasleys. We get he's to, fine. He's got we, we, we get to meet father Weasley. Who's cool. And he's neat. We get to see everybody at the house. Um, but Harry walks into the house and the very first thing you see is Harry takes 20 hours to walk mm-hmm. around the house and look at everything in the house that's magic. Look at this mm-hmm. magic thing, this magic clock, this magic thing over here. Look at these. Th- oh, it's just devastatingly dull. They're showing us it. as they're yeah, showing Yeah, exactly. Him. And, and the, it's, the point is that we're seeing the magic. And having seen all these movies, I don't, it, in rewatching, showing us the magic outside of the context of any plot just because it's neat that it's there is dull 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 so although i do have to say i don't remember what movie it's in now but the first time you see the the tent that is like way bigger on the inside than the outside that's kind of cool yeah but that's we don't spend a lot of time they don't spend 10 minutes staring at the corners of of it they just it's just like oh that's cool what's cool about that tent is not this is like oh look a broom sweeping it's by itself yeah i know it's like out of fantasia it's ridiculous yeah 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 that's exactly it's it's so so dishes are washing themselves (laughs) um so they all go to diagon alley and of course, having been to, to Diagon Alley before and going through the flu system, of course, Harry Potter can't get the name right. Yeah. Everybody says Diagon Alley. Diagonally. Ha ha ha. Yes. Because right, we, so, somebody would obviously get, make that mistake. Now, now, look, I understand that this is something that happens in the book. Um, I also understand the book is often considered to be the least good of the books. And I want to be clear right out. Um I'm comparing this film to the other films. If I compare this film to, you know, well, first of all, let's say this spoilers for this and every other Harry Potter film, not safe for work. If you're a kid, stop listening. Cause I'm going to say the F word a lot. Here we go. And fuck. Okay. I've broken the ice and it's going to keep <laughs> happening. Um, if you are, uh, um, argh. all right, I'm not comparing this film to other films that really suck but I'm comparing it to the other Harry Potter films. And I will say that when I saw this film, I was done. First time I saw this film, I was done with Harry Potter. I I don't think I was, but... I was... Uh, I started to read the other books after this, so I, I just despised this film. And watching it again, my opinion didn't change too much. Um, he goes... Uh, uh, they go into uh, Diagon Alley, um, and what happens is that Harry uh, ends up in a weird, scary magic shop where there's a skeleton hand that has him. He ends him. up in uh, nocturnally, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the jokes I would make there are different than the jokes they make. So the very first thing he grabs, there's a there's a skeleton hand that grabs him. Ooh, this is scary. Scary. We've, have, we've had one of those at, uh, for Halloween before. I know. You can buy them at like Spencer's. Yeah. All right, and so, and so he... He walks out and now he's in a bad place where bad people are there and for no reason they surround him like zombies and they're going to get him. They're no- all like, come with us, little boy. None of them. Like, okay, so here we go. The book says this. I'm not sure I'm not sure what the book says. I haven't read it, but let's assume that the scene's in the book and you're doing the movie and you have the opportunity to make, you know, certain choices. Why not have one of them go, Harry Potter? It's Harry Potter. And start clawing at him and coming after him because he's Harry Potter. Everyone else in the world recognized him. Why yeah. wouldn't these fuckers recognize him and be like, hey, 
It's Harry Potter. You know, let's get him. We can use. He's a hostage. He's he's you know that he's of value. Get him for the Dark Lord, or for Seize or him, or for whatever whatever reason. Get him. Um, get him for all the gold he has in Gringotts. Yeah, exactly. So so of course, at the moment that he's about to be killed, Hagrid shows up. Yay, Hagrid's there right at that moment, not before Harry gets into danger. Just Absolutely by coincidence. At, Sheer coincidence. At that exact moment. Oh, what an interesting coincidence. Hagrid's there. It's not the only coincidence that's happening today in Diagon <laughs> Alley. Because they go they they go immediately to a book signing with Gildor Lockhart, who just happens to be, along with having a big book signing there, it's going to be the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher for Harry this year and wants Harry's attention. But it also happens that Malfoy is there, as is <laughs> Malfoy's dad, who later on we find out just happens to be Hobby, uh, Dobby's master. Uh, come on. Come on. I really? like that you... This is not a huge like plot point, but I, yeah. I did like that you um, pointed out that when we first see Draco within the first like 30 seconds, says, if that he's like, he's like spewing up to his, I think it's 11 Potter. times. Potter. Potter. <laughs> Hello, Potter. Potter. Hello, Potter. Potter, 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 <laughs> Potter, Potter. Look, dad, it's Potter. Hello, Mr. Potter. Better batter butter. Oh my gosh. Potter. Oh, patter. bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, so they leave uh, they leave Diagon Alley and and no mention is ever made ever again of what happened in Nocturne Alley do you think Harry ever read those like 50 billion collected works of I don't know Hermione Lockhart. did um, she probably did or Ron's so, mom took him so Harry and Ron find that the magical barrier has been blocked we later find out by Dobby and of course they go into the flying car which is there even though we know this family can travel by flu we know they've gone gone to this place lots of times without having to do a flying car this time they went they by the just flying happened car to have and taken they the just car happened to Ron leave. just happens to know how to and drive and they just now. happened to leave the flying car and of course yeah wait where were his parents I don't know did they get stuck it maybe doesn't matter they got stuck on the other side too who cares when they went to um, and of course, while they're flying, Harry almost falls out in another cliffhanger. Whoa! Why did that happen again? I don't know. Who cares? Were they <laughs> avoiding something in the air? Yeah. If they don't, if the movie bird doesn't, or something, if the movie doesn't care enough, then neither do I. Um, and they end up almost being beaten to death by the Whomping Willow, the most giant place in the entire world that the car could land. And of course, it lands in the most possible dangerous place for a car to land. Of course, that's going to be what happens. And then they go in and <laughs> Snape is about to expel them. And of course, McGonagall says, you don't have to be expelled. So... Shortly after, according to Wikipedia, shortly after the start of the term, Harry begins hearing an ominous voice. Um, so much here. So much here. Gilder Lockhart decides to decides to do a duel with Snape. Yeah. Why does he want to do this? On top of like why, the why cafeteria he, tables why or does something. Why do appears. this? Why, what is his possible motivation for doing this? He's showing off. Showing what off? He knows he can't beat Snape. He knows he can't beat Snape. Why? Why would he call in Professor Snape? Why? Like, why would he choose to do this? Why? Because it's a scene. Because it it helps the plot. (laughs) Yes. And and of course, then then Harry has to do Harry has to do uh, a duel against Malfoy. 
who happens to call out a giant snake and Harry yes. can talk to the snake. Thank God that happened. <laughs> because if that didn't happen, then everybody wouldn't know. Everybody that would die and snake. Harry Potter wouldn't know what in the world. That so of course Harry can speak parcel tongue and that happens. Why? Because it's convenient. And ha- what a wonderful thing you did for me. Oh my gosh. It's just awful. It's just awful. But but some of these complaints you have, I don't know that they're specifically movie complaints. I can so complain much about it being a problem with the book, too. The book. Um, the movie still does the thing where it's showing us stuff. It shows us the flying car. It shows us. It, it just sort of goes from scene to scene. Um, let's talk really specifically. So once they find out that Harry can speak parcel tongue, it's not the last time that this all happened, but I'm not going to call it every time. Harry's sitting there at a table and everybody's looking at him like you can speak parcel tongue and a kid has been paralyzed and everything's, you know, it's bad for Harry. Harry feels all ostracized and he goes to walk away. And as he goes to walk away, there's a mystery around the corner. And as he literally he's walking away all dejected, he turns the corner and there's no sense of dejection on his face. There's no sense that he was just upset the moment before. And there's a mystery. Because they filmed it on a different day. Oh, clear. (laughs) Well, A, clearly that is the case. Uh, But B, like he immediately goes into, let's go undercover this mystery. And and there's no sense of. It's how he escapes. There's from no his from his loneliness misery. Oh my gosh! In the other, I spent two room. hours trying to escape from this film. Um, uh, the, it's this. Did the, you really hate it that much, or are you I just did. making good radio? I, I'm. Well, I, I'm probably not doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you really hate it that much, or are you just making semi good radio? <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not doing that. Um, am I making bad radio? Um, it is. You know, it's just one of these things. Okay, so they go. The answer to your question, I really don't like this film. It's a series of scenes, and I felt like they are scenes from the book, and I kind of remember the book having almost every one of these scenes, and it was like, we're going to do each scene really briefly so that nobody complains that we left a scene out. And the scenes are all really short. They're, they seem not connected to each other yeah, in any kind like of emotional way. It just seems like... It, it seems like someone took... like. Was this one really long, too? Um, This one was how long was it uh 161 minutes so nearly three hours yeah two hours and 40 I minutes i kind of remember thinking and yet, that it was and too yet long. every scene is short and and it seems to me because almo- they tried to cram everything from the yeah, book into exactly it. and it seems to me like they they've taken what almost seems like a series of like youtube videos and strung them together it's just like it doesn't make uh so they go out to they, they go out to see uh hagrid um and while they're out to go, this is the worst. This is the worst. <laughs> this is this they is come in what amazing timing. What amazing timing they have. They go to visit Hagrid, and here's here begins the most. Now later on in in uh, Harry Potter and um, the Half Blood Prince, Harry Potter takes uh, takes like a luck serum so that everything goes exactly as it should to move the plot along. And they actually give him a serum that that's, this would happen. And so it actually makes sense that this would be the case. But this doesn't make sense here. He goes to see Hagrid. And at the moment he shows up to see Hagrid, thank God he brought his invisibility coke, even though he's outside sneaking around. Yeah. Um, at the moment he goes to see Hagrid, Hagrid has him hide. Because at that moment, someone is there to, someone is there to pick up Hagrid for uh for suspicion of i guess because earlier 
he had something to he do. Had, he was originally accused of being somehow involved with opening the Chamber of Secrets and the now, first time. And now the Chamber of Secrets And now that it's open again. He immediately has to go to jail. Yeah. Um, okay. Because apparently there's no such yes. thing as innocent. So, so at, <laughs> Until proven guilty. At the same time that this is happening. So Harry shows up. Thank God he didn't show up five minutes later because then he would have been caught in this situation too. But luckily he showed up just in time to hide in the corner. Literally 30 seconds before somebody else showed up. Then... At the exact moment that this happens, Dumbledore shows up. And at the exact moment that this happens, someone shows up to, uh, oh, uh, Lucy Smalfoy shows up to remove Dumbledore as headmaster yeah, yeah. in Hagrid's cottage. Like, yes. Of all the places that this thing would happen. <laughs> he's like, you know, this is just so important. It can't wait the five minutes till you're yeah. back in your office. Yeah, let's, let, so let's be clear. I need to go to the groundkeeper's. Harry House. Potter shows up at 1031 at night. By 1033, Hagrid is being arrested for one thing. At 1034, just coincidentally, other characters that have nothing to do with Hagrid are in his are in his place taking him out. And then he gives Harry Potter a message to go see Aragog, who was also kind of implicated in opening the Chamber of Secrets. Aragog essentially said... I didn't have anything to do he with didn't it. didn't even give anything away, really, except saying that spiders are afraid of it. And then goes, and, and then goes. Which Hermione figured out anyway. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he goes. So there's and, really no and now, reason. For and them now we're to go gonna to eat him. you. And now for no reason, the car comes back. Yes, no reason. I don't get that at all. That so, I do have to say. So here we are. It's ridiculous. Here we, are, and of course, like I, the car could sense their danger. Yeah, and, and by this point, I don't know where if Her Hermione was gone or she was frozen. But all I know is that all I know is that by and I forget because it all the movie doesn't have any linear sense to it, so it seems like that could have happened. But it was just Ron and Harry, so I guess that's the case. But but all of this happens by ten forty. The car has rec has has saved them in the forest from the spiders that are attacking them. For no reason, it's a well done scene. I'll say that the spider scene. Yes, it, it, it that did. always creeps you out. It creeps me out. Um, but just really, really, really. No, somewhere. I really don't understand why Hagrid had them go see Aragog. I don't really don't understand how this all happened within how would five he not, minutes. Like, how would he not know that? I mean, he's. I guess he's a very trusting. All right, listen, listen, big listen. lug. You know. Let's say, let's say, I. Um, was on a personal investigation, right? Let's say I was on a on a personal investigation to find out whether uh, Daniel Ross to find out whether Daniel Ross stole, you know, uh, stole my copy of Ninjas versus Vampires, and okay. I went to his house, which is available streaming on Netflix, so he wouldn't have to steal it anyway. I went to his house. He tells <laughs> me to hide in a corner, and at the moment that he tells me to hide in a corner. Someone shows up at that exact moment to arrest him for stealing copies of Ninjas vs. Vampires. And then, coincidentally, Brian shows up to fire Corey. You don't know these people. But to fire Corey for something else at Daniel's house. Yes. While I'm there. And then as Daniel's leaving, Daniel, Daniel says, while you go out there, go to Southeast Washington. 
And so I go to Southeast Washington and, and somebody tries to shoot and so, you. And someone <laughs> and, 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 and someone there are lots of nice places in Southeast Washington. But let's say for the sake of this for this hypothetical situation, someone tries to attack me in, in Southeast Washington. And at that exact moment that someone tries to attack me, um, Will showed up to save me. It, it yeah. doesn't make any did you say sense. that there are lots of nice places in southeast so that no one will try and shoot you no i said <laughs> i said that i said that because there are <laughs> eastern markets I, I think eastern or that might be northeast but i i there there are lots of nice areas in south i think uh children's hospital anyway what this is nothing to do with the people in london are going oh my i don't know what that means <laughs> and now they're turning off we're, the we're <laughs> speaking about washington dc and we know you all speak exactly like that no stop oh I mate, can i have a crumpet here There's we are. my British accent. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. You're, we do. We have British I, listeners. Can I please have some Fritos? Fritos. The, the hippopotamus, please. Oh, can you stop? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're, they're sorry, I'm in no way an actress. Yeah. So. Yeah, you um, know what? Do you know what the people in, in, in England are saying right now? They're, they're, they're like going, "Hey, can I get a hamburger? Can I get myself an apple pie? Can I destroy the we world don't economy?" Sound like it's, that. Oh my gosh! We are destroying the economy. Uh, I, I'm not. Wow. Okay, so let's offend Washingtonians, <laughs> offend British people, and and turn off at least some portion of people of a certain political something. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So. Um, and. I, I don't know. Yeah, I like Slytherin. <laughs> Where's Ravenclaw? Um, uh, um, so, so yeah. Um, this. Where were we? <laughs> yeah, so, so wait. The coincidences are done. So they get done from this horrible thing. Like we don't know what the hell's going on. Fuck. This is fucked up. In this fucked up, Ron runs like ah, it's fucked up because this is the only way he's gonna murder. And he's probably whoo he uh, like a clown. And uh, and they go. <laughs> it's the greatest. They go see. Hermione, who's petrified. Yes. And she has a note in her hand. That nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. There was a note in her hand. She's been. It's a page ripped out of a book. No. Which she would never do anyway. Yeah, she would never. She's always her big thing, right? When she's got a when she's got a thing that's that's happening, right? She goes kathump. She, like that's her move, right? She puts down the book in front of someone. Boom! I was reading Hogwarts of History. Kathump. You know that's what she does. But here she is. She's ripped a page out of a book, and this is great. She's got a mirror in the other hand. Yes. And she was petrified. She's apparently walking around the school. Yeah, because she saw the the. Okay, so the idea is there's the basilisk. The basilisk is a giant snake that if he looks at you in the eye, he kills you. But if you catch him kind in of a like reflection, Medusa. in a reflection, he like petrifies you. Now he's been going around and nobody's died, even though he's going around. Nobody's looked at him, even though he's going around. But everyone's coincidentally, of course, looking at him in reflections. And Hermione has a mirror. Which means she was looking around corners with the mirror. When? In the library? All the time? <laughs> like every corner? Was she like going around? Was there like a day when they, they're like, man, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm just looking around I'm the corner. I'm just looking. What am I doing? Oh my gosh. And was it only around corners or was it like she was walking everywhere just looking down at the mirror instead of looking straight ahead? Yeah, like seriously. Because it's not like it could just get her from around a corner. Uh, so, um, so she's got this note yeah she's got this note and it sort of has the answers of what to do so they they and it says something like 
spiders. Yeah, I, I, who knows even what it says, but they they immediately. No, it says pipes. That's what oh, it no, says. no, this is what it says. Yes. Just think of, they go, how is he getting around? And up there in the corner of the note with no other notes written is the word pipes. Of course. She figured out that he's getting around in the pipes. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She anticipated what question she they would ask. She anticipated the exact question that they were going to ask at the moment that they discovered. <laughs> it's not like they studied it and she writes. Well, her- she knows them and she knows oh like, my- the kind of boneheads they are. Re-friggin-diculous. <laughs> Chris Columbus, what are you doing? And if it's J.K. Rowling's fault, I'm sorry. I love this series. I love this. So they finally get, uh, they go into the Chamber of Secrets. They get Gilder Lockhart. Um, and they get Gilder Lockhart and they, uh, they, he forget a kisses himself and, and <laughs> forget a kiss <laughs> uh, with Ode to Smodcast. Um, he's trying to do a spell on yeah. them and it backfires somehow. I forget how a memory. So he uses Ron's wand, oh, right, which is right, broken right. because can't get another wand in Hogwarts. Yeah. Should, shouldn't it be like borrowing a pencil? Like at this point, like <laughs> I understand the wand, cho- wand chooses you, but he goes a year. Can you imagine going well, and like if it'd Harry's, be like going if a Harry's year? his best friend and Harry has bajillions of dollars? Yeah. Wouldn't Harry like, like seriously be like, hey, dude, let me buy you a new wand. And didn't that break like really early on? Like before they got to school. Yeah, I know. It's like, really? <laughs> you're you're going to do all and all year? the professors are like, no. sure. You yeah, can go just ahead. Use yeah. the broken one. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly Sure, tape on your wand. Yeah, it's a great idea. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, so then, yeah, then he becomes uh, now, Lock- now, wait, but before we do that, I do want to mention the Quidditch match, um, and the interesting musical score to the Quidditch match that we discovered, mm. um, which uh, which I caught listening to. Now, here's look Brilliant. if you get nothing out of this, this is what my encyclopedic moving brain does. If you listen to the so we're watching and 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 they go underneath the stands where Harry is uh, running away from Malfoy on the uh, on the broomstick. And I and I say to Kelly, I, I go, Kelly, look, this is like like going through this. This scene is actually kind of exciting. It's a little bit like Star Wars. It's like a pod race. It's like a, it's it's well, it, it felt like partly pod race, partly the the um, the, partly, the, uh, the trench battle in, in the beginning of the original Star Wars. But then I hear. And I go, I know this. Wait, pause that. Go back. And sure enough, John Williams, who wrote both scores within like a year of each other. This is the the music from episode two when uh when Obi-Wan has uh when Obi-Wan is essentially falling and they're having a car chase with the bounty hunter on Coruscant. So if you watch Star Wars episode two, uh, Queen Amidala, or now she's Senator Amidala, is sleeping. These little slugs come in to poison her. And then uh, the assassins out the window, like there's this droid, assassin droid out the window. And Obi-Wan jumps through the window and catches it and flies through the air. And Anakin is going after him. They're falling and they're chasing. And it's, it's that segment. And if you listen to that segment, um, somewhere in there, there's the same musical cue, like a minute of it, like 60, 60 seconds of it, just transplanted from one movie to the next. And I was like, if John Williams doesn't care, <laughs> if John Williams doesn't care, then neither do I. Um, but it is interesting. It's the same exact same piece of music. If you don't want to just look it up, uh, if you don't want to just like 
do what I did and watch both scenes, you can look it up on the internet. It's clearly like it's it's a fact. It's there. Okay. So they go to the Chamber of Secrets and he's forgeticist and of course the the thing comes tumbling down and of course Harry's got to be on his own because it can't be that they're all there. Of course not. He has to be on his own against King Anagram. Um, so let's talk about the diary real quick. We'll get to the diary and there's the whole Moaning Myrtle thing and it's I can't be bothered. So we'll just talk about the diary, which is I remember the book being a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like it was, he's got this diary, Tom Riddle's diary. And in the movie, I must have remembered the book because in the movie he's like, he's like, are you Tom? Are you a diary? Yes. Can you tell me what's going on? No, I can show you. And then he kind of goes into a memory of Tom Riddle's and then the diary disappears. That's it. One scene and with the diary. And then it's gone until the it's end. It's gone until the very end. And they're like, Ginny. I seem to remember it being a bigger part too. Yeah, I don't remember it like being in one like three page conversation and a flashback and then gone. But Ginny Weasley has the diary. Um, and Ginny Weasley has the diary and she's there and she's going to get eaten by a snake or something. And and Harry, is. you find out that the, in a very James Bondian sense, uh, he goes, my name is Tom Marvolo <laughs> Riddle. Yeah. Clearly, they're retconning Voldemort. They're going, Voldemort, what can we do with Voldemort? Because he's Voldemort. He's a young Voldemort. And and, and it, he has to have some reason for having come up with such a ridiculous I name. I am Lord Voldemort. Really? Really? Really, Captain Anagram? Awesome. Really good. Really, really good. Great. Good yeah. for you. You're, you're clearly and we magically make the letters move clearly the, in the, air. the the it and I, that's supposed to wow you that's supposed to wow you i think and and it doesn't i just sat there i remember when i first saw it going that's stupid <laughs> i am lord voldemort that's that's how you came up with your name you're sitting in class one day and go what can i do with my name i am tom i am doldivort no that's stupid <laughs> you know that's Voldemort did came up with Lord Voldemort first. And for and then he's sake. like, what am I going to do with that A and that I and that M? Call I guess yourself I can the fucking Amy. Riddler. Amy, Lord, Lord Voldemort, Amy. No, you're, you're, your name is Riddle. Your name is Riddle. Why not be Lord Riddle? Oh, my. That, that's cool, right, man? Lord Thomas. Lord, you know, or just Riddle. Lord the Riddle. The Riddler. Riddle. You know, oh, motherfucker. You're so stupid. You're so stupid, Tom Riddle. Voldemort is such a weird name anyway. You're stupid, Tom. And I am Lord. Like the I am is part of it. Yeah. Like, really? Because he had extra letters. He had to figure out what to do with them. No, they needed to find a way to make it a riddle and call him riddle and then make it I am Lord Voldemort. You suck. You suck, Lord Voldemort. All right. I'm so angry <laughs> at this film. So then they have a, actually a pretty good action scene, which I enjoy. I like the action scene. They did a, a really good job with it. Um, and Harry uh, defeats the snake, uh, gouges its eyes out, and then defeats the snake. And then, uh, and then Tom Riddle's like, "Well, fuck you, Harry. I'm gonna fuck you up now." Harry's like, "No, this thing that fucked me up, this evil tooth with the poison. <laughs> I am going to stab this slowly into the book for no apparent reason. Yes, I think maybe this will do something." And, yeah, how does he know to do and, that? And Tom Riddle's like, I'm going to watch you do it. Even though you're sick and I'm one foot away from you and I could kick it out of your hand. 
Maybe he doesn't have substance. Doesn't he? I think he does, though. I mean, I think so. Like, of all the things that could happen there, really? But okay, fine. Um, and so Harry's fine, and everyone's fine. Um, and and there's also the thing about the, like, he was, wasn't he had the tooth yeah. stuck in him, and then he had to get a, a phoenix's Something. Oh, te- yeah, phoenix so, came. so yeah, the phoenix came, gives him the sword of Gryffindor. This is all really important stuff. The, the stuff they're giving you is really important for the last film, done really well in the past. But it's like, the, the, the phoenix shows up with the sorting hat. Yeah. And then the, the sword <laughs> comes out of the hat. Why doesn't the phoenix just carry the sword? Yeah, I know. Seriously, fucking here's a sword. Have a sword guy. Why did the phoenix need to show up with the hat to bring him the sword? Why Why couldn't this, like, is, like later on. That's kind of weird. The sword of Gryffindor will appear to whoever needs it. And, out of a sorting and hat. And has a hat. <laughs> <laughs> You must have a hat. And then, thank goodness the phoenix showed up to cry on him because, boy, it's the only thing that could have cured him. Uh, Okay, fine, fine, good, thank you. Well, the phoenix had to be the one to carry the sword there. Fox, you. (laughs) Um. So yeah, and then everyone's healed. Everyone's happy. He's healed, and 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 Dumbledore was like, oh, Harry. You're good, and you you wanted to be in your house, and that's what makes you good. And he's like, ha ha ha, da 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 da, da and the movie ends. Ah, it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting, and it's. I mean, seriously, we just we just skipped over them, like going in as Crab and Doyle, and and oh, you yeah. know, and and dressing and up Hermione as Hermione turns into a cat. Yeah, for no reason. She turns a look at me. I'm hideous. She knows in 10 minutes. Oh, no. She has to go get herself fixed up afterwards. Yeah. But it's like. Because it's only for use with humans. So, yeah. Like she, the most careful person in the world. And that's her. And what do they do? When they follow. I know. They follow. They follow. Well, hold on. She sends them. They follow Malfoy. And what's Malfoy talking about? It's like, I'm here. I will do nothing but talk about everything you think I would talk. Like, you think Malfoy would go back and go, I jerked off last night. You know, or or hey man, let's let's go grab a Twinkie. You know, but no, yeah. he's like the minute he sits down, those Weasleys, they'll ruin the wizarding world. <laughs> Blah. I and told him, I I told them that they Harry think that Potter. I know him. I'm not the half Slytherin. I mean, oh. Really? <laughs> really? So the assumption is that that's all he talks about, or once again all they <laughs> they they stumble like like he wakes up in the morning. Oh, I hate mud bloods. Mud bloods are awful. He talks about the three of them. What, what all do you? It's very boring. What do you? What do you want for breakfast? Mud bloods are awful, and Weasleys are bore. And I hate that Harry Potter. <laughs> but we just want to know what you want for breakfast. No, I hate everything, and I'm not the heir of Slytherin. And 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 plot points for you. I just, think earlier you said the hair. Uh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> I'm not the hair of Slytherin. Oh my gosh. It's just it's just terrible. It's very long. It's it's long and it's just like a bunch of stuff happens and a bunch of coincidences and and what seems like false peril and false reveal. Oh, but there was one thing that was really cool. Which is the Star Wars music? No, no, no. no what? So that was cool too. But remember we noticed um Snape I think it was Snape. Yeah. 
was no 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 it wasn't Snape it was uh, sorry I'm trying to remember yeah, this is going really well <laughs> it was um, Draco's dad oh at the very end yeah let's talk about the end let's talk about the end so at the very end uh, 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 Draco's dad comes in and and Harry frees um, in a very clever way actually I think uh, frees uh, Jar Jar and <laughs> and Jar Jar turns around and 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 he's like. I am a free elf. Harry Potter is my friend. She's like Pat from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) (laughs) And and now this is the part of the school is that Lucius Malfoy is like, you motherfucker, and pulls out his wand and starts to say. He says, you cost me my house elf. And he points it to him and he goes, Avada. And then, and then. Yeah. And that's the death spell. Yeah. He was going to fucking he kill, Harry Potter, kill right there, Harry Potter over which was a house really, elf. Which is really a bad idea. The yeah. property of Dumb- like, like Dumbledore's office is like too much. Like really? But he like clearly this guy's got some anger management issues. Because yeah. he was going to murder him. He's going to murder him really right cool there. But it was really cool to see that because we haven't, within the movies, we have not yet heard, about heard a that spell. So. Haven't we? Did we see in like the flashback of Harry's parents dying? That that's the spell that was used, maybe. But it's not as it's not as pronounced because yeah. we really we really learn that spell in Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Um. Because that that it's taught to them. It's taught but to I them. I thought that, by that was really cool because like yeah. when he when he went Avada, and then you and I both just looked at each other. And we're like, we're like holy shit! Yeah, that was that was. He look. just almost tried to kill him. And that was kind of cool. Um, and I will say that the movie lays some groundwork again to Chris Columbus's credit. The sets are great. Um, I'd say the actors do a good job. In this movie, that's not even true. Snape is like yelling all the time in this movie. And it just seems angry and he's in a huff all the time. He doesn't have that kind of wry, pausing Snape yeah. thing going on. He's just kind of yelling. Um, so the actors aren't even very good. Uh, everything about this movie is lackluster in my opinion. But it does lay the groundwork for stuff that's going to come later. Um, and unfortunately I have to say this movie is required watching. If you're just going to watch the Harry Potter movies, because if you don't watch this movie, you're going to get to order the Phoenix and, and yeah, deathly hallows. And this is, this is unfortunately the most important the basilisk outside of the first movie. This is the most important movie. This movie is like everything from the seventh film it is based on the second book. Up. Like the Sword of Gryffindor and the Horcruxes and the and you know the, the role basilisk of the tooth. role of ghosts and the basilisk tooth and how to sh- how to destroy a Horcrux and you know it just and and who Tom Riddle was and like all of it it sets all the groundwork for what's going to come later, um, but it really just it fails almost in every respect to get me emotionally engaged. In any way. I still love that in the last one he calls him Tom. Yeah. Um, that It's just, it's, well, while the first one had some wonder to it, this one felt tired. Um, I am not surprised, despite the financial success of this film. I am not surprised that someone had the four, like, I don't know if it was Chris Columbus who quit and I don't know if they fired him. I don't know what happened. Um, but uh, um, it's... <sighs> It's, yeah, it's just not, it's not doing it for me. 
And if it weren't for what the third one did, I would have been kind of done. If the third one had been like this, if it had been another like... You wouldn't have stuck it out just to see the no, books translated to movie? No, I wouldn't. Because, well, I, I Maybe I would have once I had read the books, but I might not have read all the books. Hmm. Like I like I might have checked out. I might have gone, okay, that you know, the third one pulled me back in. Um, it's interesting uh, um, that that this is something that it got really good reviews. I don't understand why, because people are still amazed by Harry Potter. I think in retrospect, maybe it wouldn't get the same, but Peter Travers from Rolling Stone, uh, this is from Wikipedia condemned the film for being overlong and too faithful to the book. Once again, Christopher, once again, director Chris Columbus takes a hat in hand approach to Rowling that stifles creativity and allows the film to drag on for nearly three hours. Um, uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, look, if you've read the book, I think you could skip the films, skip this film. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing nothing to see here. There's nothing terribly special in this film um, outside of plot points that are interesting for later. Um, and if you can learn those plot points without having to see this film, then do it. Because <laughs> this is a, it's long. And in my opinion, especially in rewatching, when I first saw it, maybe I was amused by the amusing magic stuff, but... In retrospect now, after watching what they become, yeah. this is the first they one. They stop being parlor tricks and yeah, it, and it starts mattering. Become actual yeah, actual magic that's used yeah. for some purpose. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's it. That's the chamber of suck, man. This is uh, that. So hopefully we like the next one. Join us next time. Yeah, when we actually like one of the movies oh yeah man <laughs> next one like there it's not a perfect movie um certainly but it certainly sets the tone for what harry potter is going to become and uh and the series owes a lot to uh the prisoner of azkaban uh just it's going to be a fun one next time this was fun i enjoyed this this is i've been meaning to say these things for years <laughs> um this bugs me and is in my opinion in the entire mythos of the books and the games and the the Potterverse and the films everything it never sinks lower than the Chamber of Secrets movie it is it is in wow. my opinion it, it is the worst high praise yeah it's it's the worst of the films without a doubt um, listen this is not the only thing going on uh, as you know uh, probably hopefully already that uh, we are going bi-weekly with this series so um, so we will not be back next week for uh, part three. We will be back in two weeks because next week uh, I will be continuing uh, my series with R.J. Haynes about the Avengers movies, um, the movies leading up to 2012's uh, Avengers. We're going to be talking about Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and Hulk and uh, Thor and Captain America. And we've already done Captain America. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, give those a listen. Uh, the Trek Off podcast uh, is chugging along, is doing really funny stuff. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Um, uh, you can stream Ninjas vs. Vampires on uh, Netflix streaming. Uh, and stay tuned. Uh, and also, if you are in the UK. Oh, yeah. If you're in the UK on August 22nd, um, uh, Ninjas vs. Vampires comes out on DVD. So look for that. Um, Finally, um, there are going to be big. We haven't done a Ninjas versus You podcast in about two months. Big things are going to be happening on that podcast very soon, and big things are going to be happening in my. Uh, I think probably for the entire uh, Enlight Podcast Network uh, in the next six months. Um, 
because we have further changes down the road that I think are going to be really exciting. So uh, stay tuned to us, man. Just search EPN on uh, iTunes and you will find uh, the End Light Podcast Network and subscribe to us and rate us. Tell your friends on Facebook. Look, right now, just go on Facebook. Go, listen, man, you like Harry Potter? Or did you hate the second movie? Listen to this, because this guy really hated it. He's got a problem. <laughs> so uh, that's it. Um, you have anything and then else? there's some lady that sits there and just chuckles every once in a while. That's not true. <laughs> you say things every four or five minutes. Um, so <laughs> do you, so do I've you, said like 10 things. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Do you have any other thoughts about this film? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 this is Kelly. And, and that's Justin. And pop off. Pop off. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Pop Off. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and also go to endlightpodcast.com and listen to all of our free funny podcasts. That's at endlightpodcast.com.